0: welcome to the pick truth podcast where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat
1: a truth can range from a bell pepper to a carolina reaper
0: let's get started Welcome to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicky Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. All right, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. got a little bit of my voice back. Still have a couple of coughing fits here and there, but ultimately I am feeling much, much better. How has your week been, Lamont?
1: It's been pretty good. You know, regular work week like it always is. Excited to be back on
0: here. That's probably
1: one of the better parts of the week. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Same here. I look forward to the tomfoolery. I love listening to the tomfoolery right. after it's all done because believe it or not, guys, sometimes we forget what we talk about.
1: I think gonna say sometimes. I forget all the time, but I love getting people's responses to it and having people you know bring it back to us or you and I just having random callbacks one day like we'll be hanging out doing something else.
0: It'll pop up. I love it. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Alright, so I have two today. The first one I'm going to say it probably is pretty high. It's probably a tie or a bell pepper. No, I mean a tie or a reaper Okay, and we'll see. And then the other one, I think it's just petty. (laughs) And you know, we like a good petty story. So it may not be very hot, but it'll be pretty interesting. What do you got?
1: I have two as well. My first one, I would say is most definitely probably on the spicier side. And my one just harkens back to something from my childhood. So we'll see how everyone else feels after I read
0: it. All right. It should be good. So this one is called I'm a Bad Guy. This female, 20 years old, and I, 24 years old, have been dating for about four months. We both tell each other we love each other. And I feel her love the reason why I say I'm a bad guy is because I don't love her I constantly use her, lie and cheat, she doesn't have the slightest idea and I'm using her because she's dumb but until she finds out I won't tell her or change a thing that is the first truth that I have for her today
1: bro's a beast that's messed up I guess this title does say it Oh yeah he's a bad guy yeah (laughs) that <laughs> I stump you? Yeah, man, that, that's a heavy one to start off with. It was short and sweet, but it has so much poison in it because he's just real vile with it. He seems like he has no remorse about it and genuinely just seems like he really doesn't care. That's the part, I guess, that's throwing me off so much is that rather than have any kind of feeling towards it at all, he's more just like she's dumb.
0: I know. Like when I first read it, I thought, you know what a shitty person. I know that all of us have shortcomings. Right. And sometimes in relationship things don't work the way that we want them to. Leave. Yeah. And I know it's not as easy as just leaving out the door. I get right, that as right. well. But like, you're over here like, I'm using her, I'm lying, I'm cheating. And because she's dumb, I'm going to keep doing it. Like, you're intentionally inflicting pain.
1: Yeah.
0: Then it goes to this terrible side of me. It's like, well, don't be dumb.
1: That's the hard part of it all is like, well, technically, I don't know because we don't really know her in, she may be playing them. She may be doing her own thing the whole time and he thinks he's really getting one over on her when in fact she's like, touche. Like, she's not really out here as dumb as she may seem. But as far as him saying it the way he's doing it, yeah, that one to me is definitely I don't want to say Reaper because it doesn't surprise me. In my understanding, in life and what I found out, a lot more people tend to think this way. The things that they do as far as being in relationships with people, whether it's familial or romantic and just how they use people. Yeah, I would definitely say it's a Thai chili for me.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard to imagine that someone would intentionally hurt you that way. And I think I have the most outlandish beliefs on cheating than most people who are married do. But I think that as I mature as an adult, I recognize that it may be very difficult for one person to be the end all and be all for another person for their entire life. I think it's an unrealistic notion. Now, I think that there are social contracts that we have and that once you sign a social contract, you are indebted to that social contract. So I have a social contract with my husband for monogamy and I'm going to be monogamous because of said social contract. But I think that if you open up your relationships to have extra people in it, Mm -hmm. you may be in a better off situation where cheating won't be a problem because you both now recognize that you can't fulfill every single need this other person has right. but it depends on your social contract like i'm not changing my contract and my husband's not changing his contract at all right. so we got this contract of monogamy, and that's what's how we're gonna rock yeah there are so many people out here with so many different types of lifestyles yeah if you can be open and honest you can have your cake and eat it too
1: yeah that's a good way of putting it i definitely think that there is validity to that position More and more, you're starting to hear more people, I guess, be more upfront with that type of thing in this day and age. I personally kind of rock it the same way. Like, that's the social contract that me and my wife have signed as well. So, you know, I'm good there. and I know she's not changing it. And I'm, I'm good with that. Now, my only question to that ever becomes, how do you approach that situation if you feel like it changes? Because as you would know, anyone in the crew would know, I had a comment a while back about uh, contract terms, about expiration dates. And for me, it really wasn't serious, but as much as just trying to pique everyone's interest and see what everyone thought and just how to approach that if you're looking up and it's been eight years and there's like this one thing you want to try, like let's say you want to try a furry costume or something like that. And I think Netflix has a show that's coming out about that. They have a show with people who they meet each other and they have furry costumes on, so they don't know each other.
0: Listen, I'm watching that. I got a truth. Everyone knows who knows me knows. I will be watching that because I'm intrigued. I just feel like you'd be hot and sweaty, but I think that adds to it. I don't know. If you're a furry, shoot me an email at picktruthmail at post.com. Tell me about any furry confessions you have. I'm just interested in it. I've never participated in furryism, and I don't judge at all. In my head, you know what I always imagine? I imagine Howard the duck that was in the bathroom. Every time I think about furs, that is that's what, what you think get. in my head. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I'm a weirdo. I'm not saying that's what i want to. <laughs> I'm just saying I would definitely watch the documentary because I'm fascinated by it.
1: I mean, you know what? To each its own. I have no issues with it. You know, Like I've said before, as long as it doesn't involve children and animals, I'm good with whatever you do and as long as everyone's consenting, I'm cool.
0: But I feel like I do need to say I am not a practicing furry. Neither is my husband, uh, nor do I plan to eliminate our social contract. It's just that I have these weird thoughts and ideas in my head. But yeah, so ultimately, I would give this guy a tie, Chili.
1: Okay, so we agree. Uh, uh,
0: almost take it to your death because it really just shows how shitty of a person you are. Yeah. That you're taking advantage of someone. Right. And But you know, I always ask the next question. Are there any developmental delays? Ultimately, yeah, I think this is a tie. Chili, you should be embarrassed by your behavior, though. You just shouldn't treat people that way. You never know when yeah. it's going to be you. And then they're babies. Listen, 23 and 24, your brain's not fully developed. You know, I right. give you a 25 pass, so I can't get at you too hard, but I'll tell you, you're a kid. At 24 years old, yeah. you're a kid. Be careful what you put out there in the universe because you'll get it back and you'll get some woman that will have you wrapped around their lovely little finger and abuse Jeez. and abuse you and be done with you. You're, you're strung
1: out. That. Or looking like you're strung out at least.
0: <laughs> right. i
1: trying to tell you. Alright,
0: so what do you have, sir, this time around?
1: Alright, so for my first story, the title is, I threw a rock and broke a neighbor's window and never got caught. I wasn't trying to break the window. I was throwing rocks at first, unfortunately, a woman flying. So I tried to throw the rock ahead of, but it hit my neighbor's window. I lived in an apartment complex and saw them all the time, but they never found out it was me somehow. I was too afraid to tell my parents because I knew I would have caught a beating. I remember trying to stay away from them as much as possible just in case, but I would see them at the complex pool and I always thought they were going to say something, but never did.
0: Hmm. Kids being kids. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. See, but it's kind of different than a house. If someone breaks your window, You talk to the apartment complex, they can get it fixed and repaired. I guess it depends on where you live in the world or the country or wherever, how that works out. Mm -hmm. Did he say how old he was?
1: No, he did not. I assume that he was a kid, though, based on living with his parents, the way he explained it.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was just a dumb kid move. And I yeah. could even tell, like, there's that guilt there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to get caught. And then if I do get caught, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I would rate this one kind of low, though. I honestly would put it as a poblano. Yeah. Like, as an adult now, somebody bust my window, I'd be frustrated Right. if it was a kid. But well, we do have kids that have like baseball, and baseball is coming the backyard all the time. Right, they're not trying to do anything, yeah, damage. Happens. But sometimes it does happen. And if a ball accidentally broke a window, I'd be frustrated. Yeah. But as long as the parents took care of it, it'd be fine. Right. I would have that pull bottle irritated level. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we got windows all the time are getting busted, right. and the parents aren't being responsible, they're not changing the behavior. Now we're reaching up into a tie chili. I'm judging you. Like, you see, this is a problem. Stop doing it. Right. But for now, I definitely would give him a poblano, just an irritating little thing. But, you know, sometimes things happen.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, because you gave a confession, I guess it's my time to give one, too. So, my confession is at a time when I was younger, I'd say probably around early high school age, a friend and I were playing with a BB gun. We were shooting it at the ground, at the dirt. And when we shot it, one time it hit the concrete, and it skipped on the concrete and hit the stained glass window across the street. The issue is we were in an old Victorian area. They had really nice design window and everything, and it hit it with a hole in it. So my natural instinct was to run, and we hid. We hid at the house that we were at, and I guess the cops were called. And they did proceed to show up, knock on the door. We hid all the way in the back for a second. But eventually, I couldn't hold out, and we just walked out the tell on ourselves. We did get reprimanded. We did not get arrested, had to pay nothing. So in that instance, I probably would agree with you that this is probably a poblano. I'm not going to vilify them for it, because with them, that wasn't our intention. We were clear across the street, and that was not the goal. I did feel really terrible about it, and I don't think I went back over into that neighborhood until probably about three years ago.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah that carries with you yeah yeah i have to agree sometimes it's a little bit irritating but these kids yeah sometimes those are the things that stick with you the most absolutely. like i feel so ashamed and embarrassed by this yeah. behavior because we tend to think there's certain ways to act and absolutely sometimes some of you people are inhuman but whatever <laughs> not the inhuman <laughs> i guess you have inhuman behavior like oh, i'm taking her for everything she got like you're a piece of trash. yeah
1: that's yeah bro i was really low. so what you got next week
0: All right, so for my next one, it's a little bit longer, and it's called, I never let on, but I was responsible for my boss's lost keys. I used to work in a family-run hotel. The people were okay, but clicky. Mostly teenage friends of the boss's daughter, and I was outside the click, so I often had the shitty end of the work. One day, I felt particularly dumped upon when I had finished a long shift on my own and was glad to get finished and get out. All keys to the rooms and the other parts of the business were hung on the hooks in the storeroom. Before I left, I went to hang room keys up, and in doing so, I accidentally knocked the boss's huge bunch of keys off their hook, and they fell behind the cupboard below. I could have tried to find a way to get the keys out from behind the large and heavy cupboard. I could have left a note to say what had happened, but sorry, I didn't have time to retrieve I could have gone and knocked on the boss's door she lived on site it was her hotel and told her what had happened but I did none of those things. I just went home and left the boss and her favorite people to figure out where the keys had gone. They didn't figure it out. They all just thought the keys had vanished. The boss lost a lot of master keys so she had to have the locks replaced all over the hotel. She also had all her locks changed in her house too and couldn't use her car because she didn't have a second key. I caused her a huge amount of inconvenience and expense, and she and her underlings never stopped talking about the case of the mysterious keys that vanished. They must have suspected that I had something to do with it, what with me being the only one working in the hotel in the afternoon that the keys went missing. But they had no proof. The store cupboard was never locked, and there was no security cameras. Any guest could have taken them. I didn't care at the time. I had no anxiety or guilty feelings at all. But 30 years later, I still think about it and the guilt has grown. She wasn't a bad boss or an unpleasant person and she didn't deserve the trouble. I could have so easily saved her.
1: Wow. Okay. So if the time wasn't 30 years later, I would definitely have said this is a rebirth. I would say take this to deathbed just because of the amount of trouble and issues that this would have caused for that boss. I don't know what your position is now. I would assume that 30 years later, you may not be under that person. So it may not be as much of a thing to be concerned with. But if you go back 30 years ago, I would say it was a Reaper. Looking back at it 30 years later, I would probably say a tie chili. Just because you said you didn't have any anxiety or issues about it and you didn't care. When you think about the magnitude of how many keys had to be changed and how many things had to be done for that, that's a lot of work.
0: And the worst part is, for me, I would feel guilty because I know they know it was me. Right. Like, they know it was you. Yeah. Like, the guest didn't come in there, and, you know, because they might have taken something. Like, there might have been evidence if someone outside of the staff would have taken the keys to some degree. Yeah. Or they would have known to look for them you see these keys, you don't necessarily know they're for everything or you don't go back or looking for it, but all you had to do was leave a note. Can you imagine somebody costing you thousands of dollars and all they had to do was leave a sticky note or just tell you? And 30 years ago, maybe I couldn't have left a text. Right. But you could have wrote a note. That's just petty. And I feel like you're justifying your pettiness by saying, oh, they were clicky. Well, okay, they were clicky, but you dropped the keys. Yeah. You did that. The
1: clicky part had nothing to do with the fact that you dropped the keys. It isn't like that's what your mind was doing and you were like, ah.
0: And all you had to do is say, I dropped the keys. Yeah. I dropped them. I'm too lazy to pick them up because it's the end of the day. I think that would have seemed better, but I guess you thought, hey, I'm leaving. I don't care. Yeah, you don't have to take it to your grave. I would call it a tie chili. I'm judging you because so many of these. Confessions. It's just so much unnecessary petty. What's the multiple petty? Petai? Like you are (laughs) petai. That is so unnecessary. Thousands
1: of dollars level.
0: That's the thing that gets me with most of these confessions. Mm -hmm. It's the level of petty. And then some of these people have to go out of their way to be extra petty. Yeah. You watch them change every lock. You knew she couldn't get into her car.
1: Yeah. But you didn't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a tie chili.
1: It makes me think of, uh, do you remember the story, the Telltale Heart? It makes me think of that. So it's like I would have felt like every time I heard them changing out a lot, I would have felt more and more guilty. With it being that many, I feel like eventually I would have just screamed, told on myself. And I would have been thanking everyone, knew. But truth be told, it was my own guilt mm-hmm. that told
0: on me. I could follow that. All right, what's the last one you have for this week? All right. My last
1: one is titled... I stole a sleeping classmate's holographic first edition Charizard Pokemon card from his back pocket in the nurse's office in the fourth grade. The card ended up getting stolen a few weeks later.
0: Okay, so back then it would have been probably a Poblano because you're stealing from another kid. Right. Today, I think that might have been like a tie chili. For those that don't know, I'm not a Pokemon fan. I'm like, I'm not that I understand enough to know that a Charizard is like the Holy Grail. And so if you could find a mint condition Charizard, send it to me. Notice? <laughs> but I think really it's a big deal. So, yes, yeah, don't tell anybody you stole it back then, 20, 25 years ago.
1: <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I'm coming at it from the position of being one of those fans of uh, Pokemon 96. So I'm seven years old. So I'm right in that time frame for that to be prevalent. A first edition holographic Charizard card worth a lot of money. Look at it now, it's worth even more. But back then it was worth a lot, even on the playground. like that was, that was something heavy to have. That's something you might be willing to put hands on somebody in front of the principal for. Today, the fact that it then got stolen from you, it feels like that card now is just in the ethos. And it's just now a card to be stolen. Yeah, that would hurt is my thing. I can only imagine if someone, let's just say that this person was friends with this person, they saw their name on there and they read this confession through Reddit of course, and they saw that person's name and put two or two together. I made sure I picture you it. Mm. I'm just saying. Not to fight you at this point because I'm a little too old to be trying to fight people, but I would probably if I can get to you. I, we need to have a discussion. You cost me a couple grand. That's a you know down payment. That's a couple of different things.
0: As my son would say, um, harsh words. Would you have harsh words with him?
1: It depends on how they respond. If they come at me like it's nothing, yeah, then it's time for some harsh words. I, I say that jokingly to an extent. I probably would just be like, "It's nothing." But the seven-year-old in me, if I flashback to that time, even just seeing that show when it first came on, and yeah, that would have hurt because I had those type of cards and I traded those things for nothing as I got older. Because you know, you kind of don't really understand what you have as a kid, and I think that's probably why this is so prevalent of a confession for this person. Is Looking at it now, that's a nice chunk of
0: change. But then again, you stole it. So it's kind of like karma. Yeah. Car- karma, the universe, the Lord, Jesus, <laughs> Yahweh. Somebody's coming to get you for your behavior. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like.
1: Right, whoever you believe in is coming for you.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon himself like just coming out like ah, Charizard it's funny for someone like me I'm a nerd but I don't know a lot about Pokemon right. but I do happen to work with a lot of people who are Pokemon fans and I'm in families with Pokemon fans yeah. both my brother-in-law and one of my cousins they're all Pokemon fans which is dope yeah. but I just know enough to be like oh that sounds expensive yeah. like Charizard like oh I feel like I know what I'm talking about about for five seconds (laughs) but then it all ends when you ask me a second question like who was the second pokemon i don't know hey as a matter
1: of fact speaking of that i do find it interesting that a lot of the things that used to be taboo for people to be are not necessarily taboo for you to be into but taboo for people to know you were into non-mainstream yeah that were just not in that are now popular culture whether it's comic books, video games, like everyone is playing mobile games now, from your grandmother to your baby cousin who asks you, "Can I see your phone? Does your phone have games?" I don't even know if kids do that. Anymore. I don't know now because I think almost all the kids have tablets, right? <laughs> so they don't really need your stuff.
0: Yeah, you know? I don't need your mobile device. I, could you please charge my mobile Thank device? You. Where's your battery? I'm on green. Oh, no, I'm on red. I need. <laughs> I need some. I need to charge it. At one time, my son was going to say. I think I'm out of Wi-Fi. Like, that's not how it is, baby. That's not. He he ran out of Wi-Fi. He thought he ran out of Wi-Fi. Like, right. no, baby. You see how that says zero? That's how much battery life you have. We've got to go plug it in. Should have
1: hit them with the nights and weekends back in the day. Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs> my children do have nights and weekends because they are on the family link account. Uh-huh. I can control how long they get to be. Man, we were traveling home and they're only allowed three hours once a week. My kids are deprived. Like, it's just sad over here on a trip. They could have the tablet the entire way. Okay. Just so they can stop talking to us. Right, I'm right, just, right. Hey, you doing it more
1: for you than them at that yeah, point. It's me. It's yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah I'll,
0: I'll be that self. Trying mode. to
1: focus and, you know, get to your destination and not Or just
0: right. not have the fighting, the arguing, the pushing, the touching. This right. is my side. All of that. Oh, yeah and so the tablet went out after three hours it was like you know time's up it has a little mom the tablet is out I tell you what I could not run to my phone fast enough like let me give you <laughs> some more time bonus hours give them the time the please do you need <laughs> anything else <sir>? I <laughs> anything so y'all will stop fighting the right. back seat of the car oh yep. my gosh yeah those are my boys they're, they're a mess But I think that's all we have for this week. It's been a very interesting week. I do have a challenge for folks. So we see it every week. If you have been subscribed, go ahead and subscribe and then send the show to two friends. So I got a challenge for you all. This week's episode is titled,
1: I threw a rock and broke a neighbor's window and never got caught.
0: Write us a review and let us know, what would you rate it? Do you think this is a bell pepper, a poblano, a jalapeno, a Thai chili, or a Carolina Reaper? The reviews help us. It moves us up the charts. Right. And so, so there's ratings. So that's pushing the one to five stars. Hopefully you think it's a five. Right. But there's also reviews. So for this week, we're asked for the title episode. Tell us what you think in a review. Tell us what you have for lunch. It didn't really matter. Just tell us something. It'll be fun to see if we can get some folks to let us know what they think that this actually should have been versus what me and you thought.
1: Yeah. About. You know, I like that idea. And if you guys are active on this one, we might start putting that out as a poll for the week at the end of the week just letting you rate them and just go from there just keep growing and keep making this our podcast not just for really a big deal for the entire community
0: absolutely absolutely so as always if you like today's show help us out subscribe and send the show for two people if you've not done so already join our Facebook group follow us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter
1: oh yeah and don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe
0: alright catch you next time
1: later we can't pick truth without you
0: Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.